Hello Stranger, a weekly podcast of new Junubian voices hosted by journalist Maura Ajak. With a wide range of guest speakers, new voices on various topics, such as peace and security, climate justice, art and culture, and media in South Sudan. of today. I don't call them the leaders of tomorrow, the leaders of today. Most of our people in the country in South Sudan, like the grassroots, they, even here in the, in the city, people don't make decisions as individuals. They want to first make decisions as a community. Most of the things that we have agreed on, we are not fulfilling them. And uh, we know how political processes in our country uh, changes the direction of the country, how they change, how they shape things and uh, it, it has always been violent and we youth have been turned against us. Our honorables, the ministers that are women, we need you to talk, to involve yourselves. Thank God you're already there in that level. It's over 12 years. We've been waiting for a time to come. In 2011, when we were voting for separation, they did not say, no, you are 18 or you are 19 or you are 20. Don't vote. Your time would come. They've dragged all of us to vote. I always tell them, I am not the woman you think. I'm a leader and a transformative leader. You are listening to some of the views of the youth and their ground regarding civic space, women and youth rights, constitution of South Sudan and also the leadership. The content of the song says, all the tribes of South Sudan, we have gathered today to fix our country. We have gathered here today to fix our country while the youth mentioning the tribes. Sabah Jadid literally means new dawn is a youth civic engagement campaign that was launched in July 2023. The overall aim of the campaign is to enhance and increase the active participation of youth in civic or public space, community-level decision-making, and democratic processes in South Sudan. They are using the hashtag learn, discuss, decide to highlight the importance of youth being informed, having civic space to speak on the issues, and then making their decisions. South Sudan has undergone multiple conflicts in December 2013 and in July 2016, which have been resolved by a peace agreement that was amended from RSS Agreement on the Resolution of Conflict in South Sudan that was signed in 2015 to RSS Revitalized Agreement on the Resolution of Conflict in South Sudan that was signed in September 2018. The majority of the country's population are youth, drawing 70%. Yet, they continue to be marginalized in society and political life. Now, with the planned elections in 2024, there is a lot of concern on the preparedness of the country to hold the elections, and at the same time, excitement to vote and move the country out of the transitional period. Hello Stranger had the chance to collect the views 
and thoughts of the youth gathered at the Sabah Jadid campaign launch. I met Bulding, a concerned activist who is passionate about the positive role youth can play in the coming year leading to elections in the country. Given the fact that the country is moving toward democratic processes that include the expected elections and most importantly the uh, anticipated constitution making uh, process. There's a need for them to discuss amongst themselves, amongst their peers, amongst their communities and also associate with other ethnic groups. You know, There's also uh, a need for youth to have a decision. This is to avoid unnecessary manipulation. This is to avoid unnecessary swaying of youth uh, by, by some interest groups. There, there, there are a number of things that are going on right now that can endanger the decision of youth. For now, there's a low participation of youth in political spaces, in public spaces, and, and this is majorly because of the status of civic and political space in the country. Freedom of expression, media censorship, and all of these things that are happening. We, we need a country that is more democratic. Uh, we need a country that is more inclusive and free for all of us to engage and benefit from. The message is directly to you that we are in a process, in a political uh, process. And uh, we know how political processes in our country uh, changes the direction of the country, how they change, but how they shape things. And uh, it, it has always been violent. And we youth have been turned against ourselves. Soro Lojukudu has a different perspective on what it means to be a leader and how to make decisions in the community. He also advises about the role education plays so that citizens know their rights and how to differentiate between community issues and public affairs. A thematic area is the issue of uh, being part of the decision or being the decision makers. But then it is about also not just discussing, but taking decisions. I think I am a leader and I, as a young person, I'm supposed to decide on how things should, should look like in my, within myself, but also in my community and my country as a whole. I am a leader. I have I don't have to believe that I'm a leader, but I am a leader. People need to be educated on their rights. They need to, as individual, you know, you have to have uh, to know your rights because uh, most of our people in the country in South Sudan, like the grassroots, they, even here in the, in the city, people don't make decisions as individuals. They want to first make decisions as a community. And this is why sometimes it is very difficult, you know, to you know, handle this community con conflict because... Uh, young people being manipulated, there is no access to information, and so young people getting interested now in the issues of environment, keeping the environment clean. In the coming days, there are young people who are volunteering to go and clean their street. They say they wanted to celebrate the new the 12th anniversary by cleaning. They don't want now to be part of workshops. You find that this learning is important because uh, it helps these people move from the, this point of dependence on and then looking at becoming individuals who can decide for themselves. My message to the political leaders is uh, this is our country as young people, and uh, we honor whatever they have, uh, their contribution, but the time now is for, for them to listen to us, uh, to listen to the young people, and then also uh, involve the young people in all the processes that uh, uh, are going to take place. Uh, on elections, we need an election in an environment that is free, 
currently there is no civic space there is no other political parties do not do rallies see citizens are not allowed to assemble a lot of things there is uh, conflicts at the communal community levels so these things have to stop leaders have to be honest well, they also have to know that the country is bigger than their individual interests and if they don't want to know that we will we as young people will will tell them that the country is bigger than them Sabah Jadid or the New Dawn is using the color yellow to push their youth-led and focused civic education campaign. Wani Stephen believes that the color should be suitable for a young person with plans about the future and a symbol of critical thinking. In our flag, the yellow resembles this bright new country that we call our home, South Sudan. Uh, it also resembles the young energy that we have as young people in this country so for me the color yellow is my color as a young person is my color as a youth so that's why i identify with the color yellow other people identify with different colors you know red blue but i want to say that red and blue are not the only color you as a young person can identify with there is the color yellow the flag of south sudan was adopted following the signing of the comprehensive peace agreement cpa that was signed in 2005 that ended second sudanese civil war a similar version of the flag was previously used as the flag of the sudan people's liberation movement the splm and the yellow star inside the blue triangle representing the unity of south sudan we have always been when people are having conversations on let's say uh, cultural conversations they say the bitana skubar you know it's for all people uh, when people are having political conversations you know they say no 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 you know old people are supposed to only dominate the space and even economic conversations when people are starting talking about the economy of this country they say you know leave it to the elder people to talk you know your time would come it's over 12 years we've been waiting for a time to come in 2011 when we were voting for separation they did not say no you are 18 or you are 19 or you are 20 don't vote your time would come they've dragged all of us to vote and we voted for this country we voted for independence of this country as young people we have decided that this country should be independent however after that we are the young people that should wait so uh, this campaign is is uh, to engage people to engage young people to to be active citizens and uh, participate in decision making in this country. Night Agnes, a youth leader, is concerned about civic space and how youth will play a role in demanding their rights. When you look critically, women are peacemakers. And for peace to reign in a country, in a family, a woman must be there in the sitting. So here what do I say? Our women leaders who are already up there our honorables the ministers that are women we need you to talk to involve yourselves thank god you're already there in that level use that opportunity to influence these leaders to do the right thing okay every meeting every spaces that is taking place you need to appear and give your presentations and talk on behalf of the women who are outside here and the youth at the same time these women shouldn't just be there 
that they are not capable they are capable they should speak out according to the 2018 revitalized peace agreement women were allotted 35% representation at all levels of government through affirmative action however this percentage has been violated by most parties to the agreement article 16 section 4a of the transitional constitution of the republic of south sudan stipulates the rights of women the 35% affirmative action intended to enhance women's participation and representation in public life i i they normally tell me you are a woman where do you get your strength from i always tell them i am not the woman you think i'm a leader and a transformative leader not just a leader a transformative leader a leader who wants to see change happen and that can only be achieved when we realize our potential as the youth of this country i'm ready to support anything in regards to the youth involvement in nation building okay i do not demand anything because i know at some point we are working towards building south sudan okay so i'm going to encourage the youth of south sudan i'm going to mentor them okay i'm going to encourage them and i'm going to to make sure they become the leaders of today i don't call them the leaders of tomorrow the leaders of today you're supposed to you you need to start leading today not tomorrow i will to and i am going to tell the youth of this country that unity is all we want we should stop saying this country is brought up by our forefathers everyone contributed to the well-being of south sudan okay so we should unite as youth and fight for our rights okay up to today i'm not happy when you look at the election act that says for you to qualify for presidency you're supposed to be 45 years what of that youth who is capable where are we going to throw him or her why can't the government just give us our space and exercise our rights our capability and our potential it's not about the age it's about what you have in your brain about the capability that you can do something it's never the age before it turns to 30 years i want to see a new government that is what i i want and i can tell you openly i want to see improvement if a new government cannot come and then we need improvement the old one should work on things nothing is moving forward and that is true okay we need a new government and we need to see at least somebody who is young to lead this country to greater heights tabulona emphasizes on how women in leadership can be a good influencers to address the challenge on behalf of the women and youth you know most of our youths right now 
We don't have the civic space, actually. We don't have that voice to speak out all our problems, the government. But we are not given that mandate. We are targeted. Whenever you speak something, you're targeted. For us, joining this group, I think things are going to be easy. We are going to be like able to speak up as a group because they say numbers can make everything move powerful. We have to have a, a group that is strong, a group that doesn't fear, a group that is ready to defend others whenever they will go into a problem. That's the reason why uh, I'm here for. And another thing that we have I've seen as a woman in the community, most of us as Sudanese women are not educated. We are not educated because of the civil war that we went through, the consecutive civil war we went through, made most of our women not be educated. And it's making us actually to lag behind, making everything hard. You know, the 12 years actually, we cannot count it all over, we just count it one year. Because we have seen a lot of issues that we are going through. We are seeing an assassinating of people, we are seeing violation of the rights of the people. We are seeing limitations of the people in the community. We are seeing the services that we are, we are supposed to enjoy, the, the citizens are not enjoying. So we don't count it actually at 12 years of independence as South Sudanese. We have seen it as a one year of independence because most of the things that we have agreed on, we are not fulfilling them. Simon Morot. A Mandela Fellowship alumna and team leader of African Youth Action Network, Ian, emphasizes on the importance of making history through youthful activities to improve the meaning of leadership and giving a space. Uh, what is it that we're actually standing for as a country? What values are we actually losing that we need to actually bring back to the spaces that we are actually uh, created here? It is one thing to be an independent nation, but it's also another thing to actually build an independent nation. So we're asking ourselves, okay, we are going to have an opportunity for another five years where we'll have leaders that are actually elected by the people themselves. So what are we going to be doing as young people who makes up the 73% uh, of the population of this country to actually make history? Not just making history because we want our names to be written, okay, these guys have made history. No, it is make history so that when you are old, when you are 70 years old, you're not dying in a refugee camp. So that when you are 80 years old, you are not wishing that you had done something differently or you are taking enough risk. We are saying it is time for us now so that when you are 40, when you are 50, you are 70 years old, you should be enjoying your life time because we know it's a very critical time. We have some few months for us to, to actually go to a historical event in a country which we have never experienced before. We only experienced one election where we voted for this country. But now we have another election where we also vote for people who are going to light up every candle that is in this country. So it's why we are actually asking these questions right now. Uh, we are going to assure the people in this country, people who are in leadership, people who are in all uh, positions, whether in private sector, in public means, or in uh, in the civic spaces, we are not coming to take your space. We are just coming to create more opportunities for us here. We are creating more spaces for us to speak. We are creating more spaces for us to actually have taxes paid freely. We are creating more space for us to actually have peace in this country. So this Sabaji did. He's actually coming in to open these spaces. We. Yes, people have been saying that young people in this country are actually violent. And that's what we hear in schools, that's what we hear even outside in the region, they're saying thousands are really violent. South Sudan prepares to hold its first ever elections in 2024. While the National Constitution Amendment Committee has amended 13 laws out of the 17 laws, 
the President of the Republic of South Sudan, His Excellency Salvakir Mayardit, says South Sudan's long-delayed elections will happen in 2024 with him on the ballot for the ruling Sudan People's Liberation Movement Party, SPLM. South Sudan had amended 13 laws during the implementation of the Revitalized Agreement, or RRSS, and remains with four laws to be amended. You can reach out to us on our social media handle on Twitter at Maura underscore Ajak89 and on Facebook page at Maura Ajak. Till the next episode with me, Maura Ajak, Thank you for listening.